pull them up. That's Welcome what the fuck Yeah, that's an intro song. I love it. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a little Beyonce. To the left, to the left. Oh, yeah. Don't hesitate to listen to their mommies with the crown. Wipe down, or is it wipe up? Oh my god, seriously, fill her up a sailor shot. Oh yeah, and that's good good job, enough. It's so good. Lost on my T28 inch rim. My team be all be shining, man. Hunky ass white. Who just bought it? Was that the yo man? All I know is bikes. <laughs> hey, buddy, guess who it is, man? It be top dog spreading knowledge all about the shits. Mommy T and Mommy C flexing all the good as guests Watching clips and talking shit The Mommy is the best But I want to say this once before the show Man, Mommy's for life Fuck being a bro Yo. <laughs> What did you uh, say? Mommy's for life Fuck being a bro <laughs> Hilarious, dude I like that so much Hilarious um, Jeans we, we have to play that song in um, segments because it is the extended version oh, and it's nine and a half minutes long. I love it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. It's 10 minutes long. Where so he we'll just lets that. the music play. Like, I don't know. I, we've oh, never even been through the whole song. So excited. All right. Um, Pull them up. This is from Carl Daniel. Um, this is, well, I like it all right. Very yeah. brooding. Yes. This is right Elliot Smith. That last one was from Plum. That's what it Plum? says. That's, that's, it that's says. the guy who did their jeans up rap? Yeah. That this was is amazing. Carl Daniel, Thank his you. Uh, Sean Sleeps Naked band. This is, this is what we're listening to right now. Where are you going to be? Jeans! This week, I'm at the Chicago Improv, July 11th through 14th, and then July 18th through 21st, the Columbus Funny Bone, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, July 27th, the Upton Theater, Uptown Theater. And then August 1st through 4th, the Omaha Funny Bone, Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> and then August 16th, I'm with my jeans in Houston, Texas at Fitzgerald's. Uh-huh. We're doing the podcast live in live. case you have not heard. And by the way, you know, people have asked, like, is it a stand up show? No, it's not a stand up show, it is the podcast, but. You know, we're going to come out and uh, we'll obviously... Have fun. Yeah. Mingle. <laughs> you'll get some jokes. It's not like we're just going to be like, hey, here's the start button of the podcast right. and the podcast ended. You're going to get a full show. It'll You're going to get a full jeans treatment. Yeah. So the 16th of August, Houston Tejas at Fitzgerald. And then August 17th uh, at the Curtain Club in Dallas. So go to yeah. your mom's house podcast.com. Go to TomSegura.com or ChristinaComedy.com for tickets to yeah. this event. It seems like people get confused uh, about where to go. I don't, we've talked about this, and then I get tweets, <laughs> where can we get tickets? I'm like, I don't see the tickets in my hand. We're giving you three <laughs> sites that you can get tickets at. So those of you that have already gotten them, thank you very much. Thank you, Jim. Um, Houston and Dallas, we really need your support to make this uh, a fun uh, exciting, successful evening. So please come out. Please bring friends. Let's make it a fun night. Um, a very jeansy night. Denim on denim on denim <laughs> all night. Um, is that it for you? Uh, follow me at Christina P because that's where we drop knowledge before you might. You know what? I know you're saying to yourself, but I listen to your podcast. Why do I have to get on the Twitter? Here's why. Sometimes you don't listen to the podcast in a timely fashion. Maybe you download the podcast, listen to it a month Later, you're like, oh, my God, they were in Tejas. That does happen a lot. It does, and that yeah. happens to me with podcasts I listen to. This yeah. way, you're always abreast of what your genes yeah. are up to. And if you're like, I'm not interested in Twitter, just do it for me and Christina That's only. That's it, man. You only need to follow Shit. two people. You want me to fucking, you know, give me your phone number. I'll text you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so this weekend, I am, I am at... Uh, 
the Hartford funny bone in Hartford. Uh, in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> Manchester, actually, but Hartford. Oh, Manchester. Um, 11 through 14 of July, right. I'm there. And then the following week, July 18 through 21, I'm in Toledo, Ohio. Ohio! At the Toledo Funny Bone. And after that, August 1st through 4th, Richmond, Virginia, the Richmond Funny Bone. And, of course, the 16th and 17th in Dallas and Houston. More dates coming soon. I think this drink makes me high. But it's kombucha. I think it has alcohol in it. It gets me loaded. Mm -hmm. High on life, guys. Hi. Look, listen. Jeans up all the way through over your head. (laughs) Are you ready to start the show? Super ready. Me too. Let's do this. (laughs) Not right. How you dick hanging? Let's let's talk talk about your birthday real quick. Huh? What you doing to celebrate your birthday? Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. birthday request huh mm, yeah that video first of all i love i love our show uh, i love our our fans because they've really gotten to know our sensibilities uh-huh. and when things like this break <laughs> we get it sent to us just <laughs> dozens and dozens of like yeah. whoever i don't i can't tell i can't give the credit to because now people know because and they're like this is your literally shit. was tweeted and emailed to me 20 times Same here, yeah. yeah the day that it came out and here's the brilliance of our of our listeners is that the minute i saw it i was like oh my god tommy buns is gonna die. you knew this was my wheelhouse i knew that this would get you it would hit you right in the, the cooch yeah. the way that you it, like it it really 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 it tickled you oh it's put me it puts me in a good mood every <laughs> and i've watched it <laughs> at least 10 times already what part do you like the best uh, i let's just here let's play it okay. because here so just to give you the backstory. What ha- you've seen this before. A lot of times when um, in, the, in the news, somebody will hit 100 years old, and that's obviously an amazing thing to get to, and they'll send news crews to be like, hey, you're 100, wow, and the, what's that, what was it like when there was no All electricity? Right. And then they're like, it was hard. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's really thrilled about being 100. No, they, they're you never know? that jazzed about it. Well, of course not, because you just resigned to the fact, like, I can't believe I'm still alive. Basically, yeah. it's always... Do we always... need to reduce that at all, or no? Oh, my God, the wind! No, no, no. Is it no. too loud? Yeah, just is it go too through loud? it. Go up, up again. Power cool? Oh, that's really... No. And sleep? Then up one more. Okay, whisper. Wait. Yeah, this is whisper. I think whisper is good. Well, I'm adjusting the fan for those. We just got this on mm-hmm. Amazon.com that we purchased through your mom's house, podcast.com. Boom! <laughs> Oh, sorry, FIFO. Sorry, FIFO. Theo thinks it's the 4th of July all over again. We have to put his thunder vest on him. I scared him so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor FIFO. He just shit him. His little pants, his doggy jeans. I love that goddamn dog. Kills me. But Um, but again, to my point, nobody's ever like, it's amazing being 100. It's everything I ever wanted out of life. Because you're really on your last leg. When I could walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're ne- they don't look good. Of Let's course, be honest. Of course, you don't look at it a hundred anymore. It's horrible to be one hundred. Everything's rotted away. It's all gone. <laughs> Why You're not you supposed wanna... to make it. You're right. You shouldn't be alive. Right. You've outwilled God. Your you friends, life. your peers died. Everybody's dead. Thirty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like they've died so long uh, ago. It's awful. Um, so, anyways, this adorable. 100-year-old black lady. I don't know what city this is in, but they send a reporter to the house to do 
the um, you know the, the that generic kind of <sighs> hey you're a hundred right. and they always have to send the race and ethnicity of the person yes it's so stupid and, and like it's sixty minutes of the interview a woman they have to have another white woman yeah like, it's why? True. It's why, true why can't a, a white they person interview a black person I don't understand the sixty problem. minutes used to give all like the cool black interviews to that to the black reporter right remember the one he died uh, is um, he dead he's dead. Is Andy Rooney dead yet? Yeah, he's dead. Thank too. God. He died like the week after they took him off the air. Oh, good. He was like hanging oh, on just to do the show. Oh, droopy face. But the um, he was like the cool black reporter. He had an earring and a beard. You remember him? <laughs> oh, I do. Was yeah. he gay? I always felt he was gay. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Was he gay? He's gay in heaven now. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're just sucking you're, all you're calling him gay like my angels. dad does. Like he's a gay guy. I'm like really. I think so. Um, he felt gay to me. Really? Yeah. I hope he's in heaven now and enjoying. Big cocks in the sky. Um, yeah, it's so dumb, though. It's so racist that they have to send... Ed Bradley. Ed Bradley, yes, yes. Ed Bradley was his name. Sweet guy. What did he... He died pretty young. 65. That's pretty young. That's not 100. It's, it's AIDS. Was it of AIDS? Personal life. Let's see. AIDS. He never had children, but he was married mm, to a uh, woman. Uh, a woman who was Haitian, so maybe she oh, did have AIDS. There you go. Uh, Mystery <laughs> See, they give him credit for being. He loved all kinds of music because he's a cool black guy. <laughs> break his hobbies he, are break dancing. He was dancing. especially a jazz music enthusiast. <laughs> what? Why? Why would you guys say that? Uh, in the company of his longtime friend Jimmy Buffett, Bradley oh, died. What? He had leukemia. Oh, well, now I feel like a jerk. Well, you should. Here I am making fun of him for. Yeah, they always games. gave him. The cool black interview, right? Like Michael Jordan was on. They're like, we'll send Ed Bradley. He's right. black too. <laughs> he understands the whole black thing. Yeah, always. Because <laughs> so the white person couldn't possibly talk to a black person on television. So more to that. <laughs> this woman, though, just I can't even describe. Let's just play yeah, the clip. Okay. So now you know the backstory. So just so you know, it's a handsome young black man. Yes, that's interviewing. Yeah, her. very good-looking guy, and he comes down all happy. He's like, "Oh, you're a hundred. Oh, this is <laughs> How's it going? Right. Hi, your dick hanging. Woo! <laughs> now that's <laughs> Woo! that. So around her are her daughters, her granddaughters, uh-huh. and then directly behind her on the couch are great grandchildren who look to be in the <laughs> ten to fourteen year old range mm. who don't even blink <laughs> when she not. says like because she says this a hundred <laughs> times a day. You realize that, right? Of course. Right? This is this is how Grand Nana is. Right. So they know to react, but the great grandchildren are like. What do you mean? This is what she always mm-hmm. says. Yeah. Oh, she's talking about dick again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. What's on TV? Yeah. Let's talk about your birthday real quick. <laughs> he, he goes directly the to the birthday. Panic button. Yeah. All right, Grandpa. You shot me your great grandchildren. I want you to know that. They got shot right there. Oh, my great grand. Can you ask this question for me? How does it feel to be 100? I feel like a little elementary girl. Huh? So. Oh my, I almost sprayed kombucha out of my nose. That could have been really deadly. <laughs> I almost spit it out of my nose when you said that. Huh? <laughs> I thought it was just me. I'm like, oh, maybe I just didn't pay attention. I like the only thing that you can <sighs> understand when she says is stuff about dick, because anything else is like, what'd you say? Gobbledy, gobbledy. How's your dick? Like what? A lemon dumb squeezed. Okay. okay, so what she's trying to say there is she feels like mm. a lemon dumb been squeezed. That okay? is not what she says. She says absolutely. She says eleven months have passed. <laughs> <laughs> what did you hear? I feel like eleven months have passed. Yeah, she said she's only eleven months old. Question yeah. for me: How does it feel to be a hundred? I feel like a lemon dumb been squeezed. What? <laughs> I feel like a lemonade lunch pad. I you, you, you feel like what? A lemon dumpling squeezed. No, it's definitely. Uh, I'm definitely right. It's a lemon dumpling squeezed. She says that. Yeah. A lemonade lunch pack. A lemonade lunch pack. How right. do you feel to be a hundred? Like a lemonade lunch pack. <laughs> like those Oscar Mayer ones. Uh huh. Oh, like the a lemonade lunch pack. Lunchables. She's uh, talking about uh, lunch. Uh, and then this guy, he, by the way, he has no idea <laughs> how to move this forward. No. Because he, he doesn't know so, what to ask her. He's so thrown. They should have prepped him with like, ask these questions because right. he's like, um. <laughs> then he goes, he goes, so generic. He, tra- he cuts funny. himself off from asking the next question. He's like, <laughs> okay. 
Okay. okay. And, and how many more years? How many? She's like, he's, he's about to say, how many more years do you want? And she's like, she's 100. She's like, you how want many, another 100, right? How many do you think, asshole? So what are you doing to celebrate your birthday? Huh? What are you doing to celebrate your birthday? Get me a piece of dick. I know. What? <laughs> what are you doing to celebrate your birthday? Give me a piece of dick. Good for her. This is when I started to shit my pants. So they're like, they're just cracking up and they're like, oh, this is cute. And let's. Because this is what it is, is grandma's like this all the time. Right. And now it's on live television, which makes well, it's not it live. so much better. Right. Oh, I thought at one point they're like, this that's is the joke. Live. Yeah, that's oh, the joke. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, they're joking that it's live. But. They are like cracking up because they know this is so hey, crazy. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. 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 And this is live. Yeah. <laughs> live. Yeah. I have to get up for that. Hey. Oh my. Yeah. Oh, 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 the reporting is lost for words. I know. I know. Just take a deep it's breath. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I see you. I don't go hide now, man. You want to to the back. So, okay, they recover from the, He believes that the best part is that he believes at this point that that was kind of like that was the fun part. Now I can ask you some more now, questions. Now we right. can go back to now the, we can go back the to banal, boring banter right. that I came here to get. Of like the, the uh, token bullshit answer. Of the lemon, right. lemonade lunch pack. Right. <laughs> you can tell me more about that lunch pack that you wanted to. <laughs> 11 months of lunch packs. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade lunch pack. I mean to you to make it to 100. One dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what does this make you mean to you to make it to 100? One dick. She's so automatic. She has great timing. It's amazing. It is amazing. <sighs> After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off. With the code your mom, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you to make it to 100. One dick. Come on. Come on. We'll talk about the dick later. Uh, <laughs>
So <laughs> they know this is like such a problem She's in the house. Turning into the dick lady. And this is my best. this is one of my favorite parts. The daughters lecture her uh-huh. about let's put a break on the dicks for a second. <laughs> so you can do this interview and then we'll talk about dicks later. But yeah. tell him what it means to you to be 100 years old. What it means to me to be 100 years old, I can get 100 nicks. Oh, You You raised us to really be good people, to go out and help people, and be the best we could be. So yeah. we'll talk about and we that. wasn't, you didn't tell us nothing about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't part of the That's how right. you need to get your tongue. I don't want a big dick. <laughs> okay, we'll see what we can do. If you do this nice, we'll work on you a little bit. All right, now, do you want to know about how you feel? You're 100 years old, and you know, so don't tell them nothing about no dick. Yeah. None of that. Tell him about that other stuff that you know the nice stuff. I need this. Okay. The good stuff. Oh! When I tell you, you bless my. Tell him about the good stuff. The good stuff is the dick. You know, here's what also this video is so great. This clip is that it really shows you that at a certain age. It's not the I don't care anymore thing, because that also applies when you get older. But she's not, she doesn't have the ability to care anymore. Like, yeah. so it's, it's, What's it's, the it's point? really, but it's, I mean, it's not there. It's unfiltered because she doesn't know to censor herself. Mm. But it also shows you that basically this is how people would talk all the time if they didn't have <laughs> the. You mean like comedians? <laughs> yeah. It, basically, this is the impulse. Like, she's talking, she's thinking about dicks. Right. She enjoys them. She's remembering right. how great it was to have sex. Right. And there's probably a lot of people like this all the time, but then you go, well, I'm just not going to say that. It's not appropriate. Right. This is what it's like when somebody just lets it go, which to is be so great. Free, and to why be you're, really And that's why you love her. Of course. And the thing is, I, I love that her poor, you know, her kids and everybody, they're, oh. like, they're just trying to do damage control. Like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. You, you taught us how to be nice to people. Right, right. And you taught us to be good. You didn't just teach us about dicks, mom. <laughs> She's like, nah, That's, I taught you about dicks. This speech is amazing. No. Oh my God, ain't you? Oh, yeah. Video. <laughs> there we go. That's one of my favorites. You, you feel blessed, right? Oh, yeah. I feel blessed by dick. <laughs> when I tell you, God, God, you blessed by God, ain't you? Oh, yeah. Video. I got her saying something good. Okay. 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 So we're good. I was trying to get more, but we're good. You sure you don't want to give up a little more, Mom? How you feel about us? I feel better when I get a good dick. Hey, she's on a mission and she's a hundred and I ain't telling her nothing. I can't tell her nothing. All right. Okay. That's when they cut the camera off. When she asked, how big is yours? I love this lady so much. So of course. Uh, I feel it's, better when I get a good dick. God damn it. It's everything television should be. And it's such a bummer that we don't get to see more of this crap in life. <sighs> you know, I, if they aired this shit, first of all, could you imagine on LA, like eyewitness local news, and then there's like that phony baloney Dallas Reigns and his yeah. fake tan, and then Krista... Come water or whatever her name Krista is. Krista Cumwater, yeah. Her fake her. fucking hair. Yeah. And they're like, well, coming up in the news, you know, Mabel turns 100 today and yeah. here's her interview. And you saw that. Oh, my God. I'd watch the news every single night. Of course. Of course. This, by the way, is the greatest thing about YouTube is that years ago, I remember you would only see stuff like this on like a bootleg tape. Like somebody would have to pass yeah. you a tape. Have you seen this outtake thing? Yeah. The greatest thing about YouTube is that this stuff gets uploaded and doesn't die in some editing room or on some videotape that never gets passed around to you. Generations of dick lovers and their children. <sighs> Definitely. So amazing. Funny, dude. Amazing. Yeah, the, the, the interviews with the old people are always horribly uh, generic. Well, why are you... Ask them what it's really like. Like, yeah. are you afraid to die? Wasn't it the Today Show that used to have the always like, and yeah. today Edith is 100. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like that's something really exciting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sounds I miserable to me, hundred. It, it is. 
They should say, and today, Stacy from Venice Beach is 21. Stacy, jump up and down and show us your 21-year-old tits, and that is something to celebrate. Yeah, of course. Here right? we go. Here's a... Javier is 20, and he can curl and whatever. What do they do? Bench press oh. 180. And I have here Helen Hodges, uh, who is here. We're here in St. George. Yeah, who's here? Utah We're here. Area. <laughs> and Helen Hodges is just about ready to turn 100 years old. Ugh. And I was so That's excited right. when I heard someone lived in our town at, at this age. And Helen has some secrets, some health secrets that, that she is willing, thank you, Helen, to share with us. And maybe Jesus. we can incorporate some of these things in our lives. Helen, we would like to know, the first question is, what do you do to live such a long life? Huh? <coughs> Well, I, I attribute my long life, uh, the first thing Jesus. would be my uh, to Dick. inheritance. Inheritance. Wow. Uh, I had, oh, genetic. Uh, fa- I had parents that were long-lived, and uh, uh, I've had, I had a good life with them. Jesus. All right. Well, you, know, you get the uh, point. Well, like, how much better was 100 Dicks? Here we <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that blew this uh, out of the water. That was a terrible 100 interview. And the thing is, too, look, there's no fucking secret, okay, to no. living to 100. Either you are, like she said, my parents were 100 or lived long or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to live a long time. If your parents fucking drop dead early, guess what? You're probably going to drop yeah, dead early. I know. That's how it goes. we got some friends that are going to go pretty soon, I think. For sure. Yeah. They should have been dead long ago. Yeah. There's uh, a few people in there. Circle probably should be dead by now. Definitely. What's this? Jay Leno. He's got a lady that's 100 on. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> how, how boring is that one, too? Uh, yeah, Tell me what that's like. Well. It's on your 100th birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, now. <laughs> I understand you went to Universal Studios yesterday? Oh, how was that? Uh, so I did. Yeah. And you know, the wind was terrible. Oh, okay. oh the wind. I had yeah. a skirt on, and the wind was just blowing up like that. And I was hanging on to my hat. And a kid came up, and he says, Lady, he says, you better stop hanging on to your hat and pull your dress down. Oh, You're okay. showing everything you got. It's so depressing. I can't listen to a hundred year old people. And I said... I don't yeah. care what they see down there. It's 100 years old. This is a brand new hat. <laughs> she had a good joke. She, had she a good did joke. have a good joke, but it's, it sounds terrible to be 100. It's not. Honestly, it's not why are we celebrating this for these people? You, I don't know. We should be upset um, with them. Why are you still alive? One of my dad's friends, Paul. <laughs> you should just be dead. He's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's 85. I think he's 85 now. And um, a few years ago, he just stopped taking uh, all of his medication. Yeah. Because he goes, eh, it kind of sucks right now. It hurts. And then my old, dad told it? me, he was like, you know, after hanging out with Paul, uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, he's like, basically, you want to go by 80. Yeah. Uh, after 80, it gets pretty pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Rightly so. I mean, what, why, what's the point? What, what is the value of living to 100? Seriously. What can you do at 100? You can't drive. No. What does she do? She shits her pants. Well, I don't even know how she got to Universal Studios. How does she walk around? Does she have to get one of those larks or whatever? The oh, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she and here's the other know. thing. All she, she remembers is the fucking wind. She went what, to Universal Studios. You know what's amazing? I don't. Know, there's got to be occurrences of this, but usually when you retire now, you retire at typically the, the age of 65, 66 years old. You retire. Right. So you retire then, and. You know, depending on what, what your work life was like and you were able to earn a certain amount of money, save money, invest, you know, that what you retire with is supposed to carry you through like another set amount of years. Oh, fuck. Well, when you live to be 100, I don't know if you, most people would have properly planned oh, my life. to no. live no, for sure. from 65 to 100 I financially. So. I don't think so. And I think it's actually a burden on everybody when people live to be 100. Doesn't yeah. scientists say, look, you're supposed to check out yeah. in your 80s or whatever because you're taking up land, you're taking up resources. You're taking up everything. Taking are up you, space. Are you suggesting we kill them? No, but remember my last cruise? Yeah. Our last cruise, your sure. last cruise. Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. We take the dick lady 
Yeah. We take fucking the boring Jay Leno mm-hmm. interview, whatever, put them on the cruise ship, inject it's, them full of heroin and drugs. It's the best. It's the best smoke idea. Smoke opium, go to the buffet, and then we slingshot you off the fucking <laughs> it's, it's deck. called It's called My Last Cruise. Right. right. And Hookers, blow, blow, buffet, buffet, pizza, all kinds of lunch and fatty, dinner. fatty, fatty foods, uh-huh. drugs, sex. Yeah. Yeah, I would really go out like that. Uh, I, we should start your last cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'd have to. Go, you know, we could do it. We could maybe do it somewhere in Europe. You know, because we wouldn't be able to do it like U.S. No, too uptight here. Right, but if you did it like, but what if the boat took off from? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, but instead of slingshotting them, maybe we should just lower Greece. them in a dinghy, and then just be like, "See you later." See you later. It's gonna suck. You sail off. <laughs> no, I think you'd want to blow off in a slingshot. Here's why. The impact of uh-huh. you hitting that water is going to knock you unconscious. <laughs> you know? If you go off in the dinghy, you're going to be like, eh, I got, it's going to be a few days before I die. But if you get knocked unconscious when you hit that water, who cares? You're going to drown. Yeah, and plus your bones are so brittle at that age. Oh, God. Hopefully you'll break off. <laughs> you know what would suck is to break everything <laughs> and, and then be like, ah, like... <laughs> Wake up in the water. (laughs) Some people, when they jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, they'll break all their bones and lift and survive. And now you have to heal. I know my friend uh, Red, his uncle shot himself in the head to kill himself, (laughs) but he lived. He lived. Yeah. So now he's like retarded. You know, because shooting yourself in the head, that's a real tricky way. If you're going to do it, you make sure you put the barrel in your mouth yep. and then aim up yep. to get your brains out. Yeah. Otherwise, people just shoot their cheeks off. They, mm-hmm. you know, it's real bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this microphone's falling in. Yeah, growing old is pro- the most terrifying shit. And uh, now that I'm, I just turned thirty-seven. I'm really contemplating it. And uh, dying. De- well, I always have. Like you know me, I love talking about dying and yeah. living in the now and all this. This is not working, Jeans. Can we pause this for a moment? Can okay. you fix this for me? Sure. Mm. Boom, back. Good. Thanks, Jeans. My yeah. my. What happened is the arm of this microphone for some reason. I you know I move it around too much. I know I do. It's all right. And it's all right. It's it fixed. came loose. So thanks for uh, tightening it. Yeah. Any hoodles? I think about death um, constantly. I would say since I was thirteen years old, and I realized that I was going to die. Like I pretty much think about it all the time, but usually in a more life affirming sense of like, yeah. you must make the most of your existence because it is just one. And this mm-hmm. is it. This is your go. Anyway, uh, that show Afghan battleground, Afghanistan. Oh my God. Yeah. So Tommy and I, you got to watch it's on Nat geo. It's a documentary series about, uh, the Marines, at, in the Helmand province, and they're fighting the Taliban, and it follows this unit as they just fucking hammer these goddamn tallies. And it's probably, it's the most awesome thing. That, and then there's um, Eyewitness. Eyewitness War, is that what it's called, Jeans? Eyewitness I, War. It's God. with the army guys on the ground. And yeah, oh, actually, it, had, it has some Marines sometimes, too. It okes okay. back and forth. I'm yeah. no elitist. I like them both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, that show, man, I mean, you talk about facing death. Every day, every moment, you talk about uh, heroism and courage. My God, these guys are amazing. And they're like 20 years old and they, they run into the fire. You're like, oh my God, there's bullets whizzing over their heads. And I got us talking about Top Dog. Yeah. Because some of these guys, it's so great, these interviews, they love to kill. They want... You know what I mean? Like in normal society, these guys would probably be considered uh, criminals. Yeah, no, they'd be a liability for but sure. Some of them, some of them are. But how wonderful that we can great in the military put a rucksack yeah. on their back and a fucking Kevlar vest and send them over there let's, and kill these fucking assholes. Let's ki- let's call Top Dog. And you want to ask him about the yes, show? Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's call we, him right now. He watched it, right? Uh, I th- yeah, I think he said he saw. I want. Okay. I totally. I'm get dying his. to hear his perspective on um, battleground Afghanistan. It's on Nat Geo, you guys. It just started. Uh, it's a second episode. I highly recommend it. It's uh, pretty amazing shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is live in the show. Hello, Dad. Hey, Tommy. How you doing? Good. I got Christina here too. Hey, Top Dog. Hey, how you doing, Christina? Good. We Dad, we had a great visit with Big Dog Danny. Oh. Beach. 
Oh yeah, he came and saw. You you came and saw people who are listening right now. Some of them were at the West Palm shows. They don't even know that they were in the presence of the great Top Dog. He was there. <laughs> I was there. I was there in the back row. You know, not uh, not not the best restrooms huh. that I've ever been to. I'm kind of getting into. You know how like some organizations you. You buy a book you like Zagat's and it rates restaurants and yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm thinking about starting my own bathroom uh, rating book. That's a great idea. That is a great idea. No, because you know, and I have like little, you know, one for taking a leak and one for taking a shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> different books. Huh. Uh huh. Well, no, different, different, uh, different rating systems. Oh, I got you. So you'd be like in the same page. You'd be like, oh, the West Palm Improv. It, right, it, because it, it's like <laughs> cocktails, <laughs> it's like cocktails and dinner in restaurants. You know? Right, right, yeah. right. You know, wine list. <clears throat> so that's uh, I'm thinking about doing that because <clears throat> I've been to so many places now <clears throat> that you know I, when I go into place, I have the skill set to kind of do an immediate evaluation. Um, I totally believe you. I, um, but first of all, what's going on with that cough? It's worrying me. Why, why do you have a silver cough? Well, it's getting better. It's getting better. Are you sure? So I think it's, I think it's post nasal drip. Okay. Okay. Well, you're old, you're old and it worries me. Did you see the hundred year old lady interviewed on the news? No, I didn't. I'll send, I'll send you a clip. They didn't, they didn't air it on the news because all she talked about is how she wanted, um, some dick. (laughs) Uh, well, I, Speaking of hundred-year-old people, I went to uh, the hospice house yesterday to visit a client, and I was ten minutes too late. What? What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're in town. No. Are you serious? Yeah, seriously. She died at three ten. I got there at three twenty. Oh, oh my man. goodness! So I walked in the room, and there was the, you know, the daughter and the son. You know, they were kind of in tears and hugging, and I hugged, but. Uh, Oh man, you know it's yeah. But seriously, I, I I'm kind of uh, you know one of the things I don't know if your listeners really right out of that okay yeah appreciate <laughs> mm-hmm. is that in the old days, like when I was a kid, you had pay toilets in airports. What? Yes, this is amazing. I did not know about this, this and you told me. Tell people okay, what this, this is. This was very common back in the fifties and sixties was pay toilets in airports, and they had two types of toilets. They had the non-pay toilets, which were really grungy. <laughs> I mean, it's like people that use those almost never flushed, okay? Oh. But then, and, and of course, they had, you know, piss all over the toilet seat. Yeah. They had no such thing as toilet seat covers in those days, <laughs> and they may or may not have any toilet paper left in them. Oh. But then if you wanted a cleaner toilet, hmm. you had to put in a dime. Wow. And that was like a fortune back then. And, oh, it was. It was. And so then in the 60s, you know, when the whole civil rights thing became and, and we got into equality and all that stuff in America, it became a social issue that pay toilets discriminated against the poor. Right. Oh, right. And since many airports were publicly owned... Uh, it, it almost in just a, sh- a few short years, all pay toilets were taken out of airports. Wow. So when there were pay toilets, I assume that like people like your mother would only use a pay toilet. Am I right? Well, no. My mother would make sure that she, when she was in an airport, that she either did it before she left the house or the mm. hotel. Plus the fact my mother carried a bottle of alcohol or Lysol with usually alcohol and some cotton, and she would clean the toilet seat in any hotel or any place we went before she sat out. Wow. Queen of England style. That's pretty awesome, Smart. huh? No, actually, the Queen of England, what they do, I don't yeah, know if you I, know this I, or not. I do. They, they, they actually bring her own toilet seat when she visits. That's yes. right. I, I heard of yes. this. Yes. yes. That's right. So, so she, That's doesn't, right. she doesn't put that little stinker where anybody else has been, right? <laughs> Oh, no, no, you can certainly... You ever, you ever notice pictures of Queen Elizabeth with her purse? Mm. You ever figure out what she has in her purse? Oh, that's a good question. It's probably... What is, I, mean, I mean, you know, you figure, would, you know, would she have an ID, uh, <laughs> maybe, a, maybe, a, maybe a tampon? I don't think uh, so. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, I yeah. guess, right? There's no, there's no Red River Valley there anymore. No. And, uh, 
What do you think that little conch shell looks like these days? Oh, my uh, Tommy. Oh, my God. I, I, I hate to even think. Oh, that thing. One thing you're sure it's grown shut. You can bet on that. Oh, my life. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's funny you bring up the airports. I, um, I feel like, first of all, some I mean I I always expect a smell when I go to a public restroom but my god airport public restrooms I think it's it's like this perfect mixture of different people from literally all over the world mm. who just ate food from all over the world all yeah. shitting together it mm. really is a yeah. melting what an interesting pot point. a melting pot of shits what a wonderful point you make <laughs> I never thought but, you about know, that I, I tell you it, you got to give credit to hmm. I think this country and its airports, because the for most of the uh, most, in fact, the Albuquerque airport. For those people that travel to Albuquerque, has the cleanest airport restrooms in the country. Oh wow! wow. And this is on your own rating scale, or something you read? Uh, actually, I read this, and I visited the Albuquerque airport once, and I agreed. Oh, it, it, oh! It would, it, if you had five star. Huh. Toilets and and that would be a five star. Well, hey, hey, about how about that, Albuquerque? Pat yourself on the rear, <laughs> yeah, for for really, ke- keeping a clean really. toilet. And the other thing, which are these new high velocity, they have them in the the Florida <laughs> now in the Florida Turnpike restaurants. <laughs> they they have these new high velocity, and not all of them uh, hand wipers. It's you know, oh yes. you, when you go into yes. places, you get these really kind of what I call limp dick hand wipers you know they can barely take ten dryers dryer hand dryers dryer. right, right. Mm. well now they got these new high velocity ones you put your hands in there yeah and literally in 10 seconds they're dry they're great i love those are the tyson ones i think right or dyson i don't know who makes them but they are the best okay would you like to get one for the house well you know that's a thought that's a thought um <clears throat> the other thing when you when you go to uh, when you travel of course is is you can tell how serious people are about their restrooms by the quality of the toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've hit this point before, for sure. Well, this we is... have. You know, yeah. I think it, it's, uh, you know, low-quality <laughs> toilet paper is not a good sign. It, it's, you know, it's like like low-quality beef. Yes. Right? Mm. Mm. It really people tells you... Time and choice and... You know, there's different standards. Toilet paper is the same thing, you know. It really tells you about the person, too. When you have, a, like, a low-quality beef, you know you're dealing with somebody with lower character, I think, you know. That's exactly right. So when I sit down and I check out, uh, first thing I do is reach up and make sure the paper is accessible, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then you want to make sure you got enough for the job. Great, Dad. That is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, I didn't tell you that I... Uh, I was in the Orlando airport recently, oh. and I went back and visited the same stall what? that I had my famous Orlando shit about 13 wow. years ago. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, Happy yeah. anniversary. It was, it, was a, uh, mm. it was a special moment. You know, I, I had to pause, and, and I got, got kind of nostalgic, to tell you the truth. <laughs> okay. You walked into yeah. the same restroom. For those listeners that don't know... <laughs> You walked into the restroom and the same stall. You revisited the stall that oh, yeah. 13 years ago you had you shit your pants in? That's basically where well, I shit in my underwear uh-huh. that kind of went through a little bit, and I had to discharge my underwear in, in there, and I had to travel, get on a plane. I had this little brown spot in my trousers because, and I just had this incredible floppy Joe in the Orlando airport. <laughs> It was nightmarish, okay? Uh-huh. Totally unprepared for this, I have to tell you. Totally unprepared. Oh, that's... And, and that was my, one of my all-time, all-time remembrance. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I went back and visited, kind of checked it. They, now, they didn't have, at the time I did that, they have toilet seat paper in there. But it's, uh, wow. it's still there in the Orlando airport. It's in the B, it's in the B section. There's <laughs> okay. A and B in Orlando. It's B. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you know what number stall it would be when you walk in, so that maybe our listeners well, can take it's a the pilgrimage? Third one as you walk, it's the third one as you walk in. Third that's one, fantastic. Well, yeah. that that's yeah. really cool. One other thing, we actually called you um, initially because we have been uh, just recently started watching these terrific military shows on Nat Geo that are like from helmet cam recordings 
of Marines and soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq. Have you seen any of these shows? Right. Yes, I saw one of those uh, by Golf Company and Marines. And, yes, uh, yes. And that, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh huh. What a great yeah. show! I mean, do you like watching that? Well, yeah. You know, it's interesting to look at the someone who actually did that is the tactics that they use. And, uh, you know, one of the things that they, they have in that show that we didn't have is can you imagine you're the Taliban and you got an M1A1 Abrams tank? Oh, my God, I know. Coming yeah. your way. Oh, now, shit. I, want, I want to say, I want, to, I want for the listeners to like, imagine that you're out in a field and all of a sudden there comes a Siberian tiger. Yeah. And he's walking towards you. Mm hmm. And you realize there's no exit to right. the stadium. I right. Mean, it's kind of like what, you know. Uh, That's what the, the tank is. Versus, yeah. yeah. Lions versus Christians in the old Roman days, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that, there's nothing that they have that can penetrate or stop an Abrams tank. I mean, it is like, oh, my game, set, match, okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And those guys get a real hard-on for the tank, too. Oh. They get real excited about it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it is, it, it's almost, you know, blowing, blowing the bad guys away is a sexual experience. It's an out-of-body experience, okay? When you, when you walk up to them and you realize that the brain housing group, which is military term for a head, okay, uh -huh. is gone, okay? <laughs> That's exciting. Oh, it is. It is absolutely exciting. You know, I mean, it's just what it is. This, you know, the job of the military is to kill people. Right. Yeah. You know, we use all these soft, you know, engage the enemy. Let's be real. The job of Marines and soldiers is to kill the bad guys. Right. Mm, absolutely. Blow the little bastards away. Yep. Right. That's what we do. And okay? the show, I got to say, obviously. There is no um, equal to having been in combat. But one thing I think the show does a really good job of is as a viewer, you watch the show and you, you get a sense of the adrenaline that these guys are feeling because you see in them you know, the panic, the fear, but also the excitement. You kind of understand a little better, I think, when you watch them in this environment why some of them want to go back to it. Because they're yeah, like, there's creates, no rush I like this. I tell you what it does. It creates an incredible bond. Uh, you know, I think the strongest bond in the world is a mother and her child. The second strongest bond in the world are two men who've been in combat together. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I actually would say it's, it's even stronger than the father-child uh, so okay, <laughs> I, mean, I, I do. I think it's. I think it's. I mean, I've seen guys who didn't go back to the states and wanted to stay in, and told their fiancés, uh, you know, I can't do it, or went back to Nam because I had to be with the guys, and you know, it, it creates an incredible. Particularly when you lose somebody, when you lose a fellow. Um, Marine or soldier or whatever, and um, and you know you realize you made it and they didn't. Uh, it it really galvanizes the bond that you have with your fellow, and that's what war does. You know, it also brings out uh, the worst in people in terms of uh, you know when you look at atrocities and things that people do, you realize that that repeated death can bring the worst out in people, too. Yeah. For sure. Well, Top you Dog, I, I noticed, I mean, watching this, that men, these Marines give up the comforts of home, of family, of women, even of a bed to sleep in, just to carry out these missions. So, like, what do you think it is in your personality that drew you to this life? Like, what was it that made you enlist? Well, I think, you know, for me... We all knew Vietnam War was going on. We all knew that we were going to go. And I wanted to go with, with the best organization at that time. So that's why I signed up when I was in college in 67. But, uh, you know, it's the camaraderie. It's, it's the belonging mm -hmm. of an organization that is, 
that is so demanding and is so distinguished and it feeds on itself. It really, it's, it, you know, it gets into your soul. And I mean, if the Marine Corps called me tomorrow and said, we need you to go back, I would. Wow. <laughs> really? Really. It's that strong. It never leaves you. Seriously, if they said, I need you tomorrow, I'd go. Wow. Now, did you ever, in, 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 in terms of like, you know, going back, people who, you know, needed, needed that, um, that rush uh, that, the, that it provided, the combat provided, did you ever go, oh, maybe I'll go back then after you got out of there or no? Not immediately. No, no. I mean, it, it had so many close calls that uh i couldn't wait to get out okay okay because there is seem there seems no, to be no. like the like some yeah. people like the close calls it almost feels like well you know i think the other thing about the vietnam war is the casualty rate was much higher than what you have in that's true afghanistan and iraq yeah. um, you know it was a pretty heavy casualty rate and so um uh, and it was an unpopular war which you know made it tough when you came home but uh, no, I, I tell you, when I got out of there, I didn't want to, and I still don't want to go back. In fact, I don't want to go back to Asia, period. Okay. Sure. I understand that. I have no desire to go to China or any of those places. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe you. I don't you. blame you. I mean, I like good old U.S. of A. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Of course. Can't get, ste- can't get steak, corn on the cob, or you can't get barbecue in Southeast Asia. Let's put it that way. Uh, right? Maybe different type of barbecue. That's true. That's true. Um, By the way, yeah. Just so your listeners know this, yeah. Some people think electricity was the greatest invention. Yeah. Napalm was the greatest invention. Really? Yeah, because nothing intimidates the bad guys more than napalm. Okay. When you're engaged with the bad guys, and a a jet comes over and drops napalm at 2,200 degrees, I might add, okay? Oh, my God. And you get a little bit of that on you. It's, it's, it's over. It scares the hell out of the enemy. They just can't wait. It completely disrupts their entire... It is the greatest weapon must be, of all time. must be fun to walk up on some bodies that got hit by napalm afterwards. Well, you know, it's, it's, it they, they, uh, <laughs> depends on... They burned our Chris. And, yeah. And it, it'll, it, depending on where it gets on them and how much it can, it'll burn right through an arm or a leg, or it can actually oh, go right cool. through, go right through your your uh, your midsection. Go, you know, it can burn a yeah. hole. It's, I mean, yeah. twenty two hundred degrees. It's pretty hot. hot. Yeah. Um, now, one other thing. Wait, do they still use? They don't use napalm anymore, though, right? We stopped doing oh, napalm. That? We still have napalm, but you know, it's, oh. I, I haven't seen it in any of the. Uh, I haven't seen it in, on TV, but we use it all the time in Vietnam. All the time. Um, maybe the, the terrain there is also not as good for right, napalm. Right, you know? right, But it, it was in Vietnam. One last thing, though, before we let you go. We did notice there seemed to be a pretty clear distinction, at least we're not saying across the board, but on these shows that we watched between the U.S. Army soldiers and the Marines, in that the Marines seemed way more excited about killing on the show. Than the army guys were. Well, you know, it's it's, and I don't want to say anything against the army because the army does a great job, and yeah. you know, they they do, they really do. I mean, the Marine Corps, you know, just celebrates destruction. Okay. Yes, yeah, it, it, it's clear. It's yeah, clear they as love that. It. They yeah. love it. Yeah. Celebrate it. I mean, <laughs> it is. It, they 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 celebrate destruction. It is. Uh, you know, it's it's like I say, it's. Defeating the enemy, engaging the enemy, kicking ass, taking names, is part of the culture. They and, say that. Uh, yeah, they say any, that. Yeah. And devastating the enemy, not just taking him down, but demolishing yeah. and destroying. Yeah. You, you want to kick the total, you know what, out of them. Yes. Yeah. And 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 you you celebrate that. I mean, it's it's what makes your organization what it is. Is that is, you know, the Marine Corps. The, the one thing the Marine Corps really taught me is to be relentless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good word. You know, it is, because it carries over into your life, okay? Yeah. And a lot of people that were Marines in the service, and then you get into the private sector, and, you know, if you want to get something done, you just have to be relentless, and and and, and that's pretty much yeah the way I've done things over the years. Yeah, I'm watching this show, I, I, I told Christina, I kept, I'm like, I'm picturing my dad in this, and 
because when I, when I see the Marines and they interview like the lieutenant or the, the commander, the golf company commander, I'm like, I could so see my dad doing this shit and love and then he's like uh he's like if somebody shoots at one of my marines i can't wait to kill them i was like oh oh absolutely you know when and when when, (laughs) once they i mean absolutely i understand that uh completely completely Uh you know yeah yeah. (laughs) well dad this was a treat thank you so much for the talk okay all right right. take care we love you you. all right bye 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 That was so awesome. That was awesome. It uh, really, really was for amazing, the, um, wasn't it? I think, oh, God, that was amazing. Um, because we didn't get to do it at the top. Here you go. Hey, buddy. It's Top Dog. Hey, buddy. It's Top Dog. Hey, buddy. It's Top Dog. You need to wipe hey, down. Buddy. It's Top Dog. <laughs> God, sexual experience is what it's like Killing to kill somebody. <laughs> well, I love it. That's man. that's the wiring. That's the kind of guys you want um, in your Marine Corps. Yeah, absolutely. And then for the people again, Nat Geo has both of these shows. They have uh, Battleground Afghanistan, yeah, and, and Eyewitness, Eyewitness War. War, and they're both great shows. And God, God damn it! I mean, they have helmet cams, like they have GoPros on their helmets. And they kind of cut between that footage and then like talking head, like studio kind of foot, like yeah, sitting down like with recapping them. Recapping it. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's fantastic, man. It's a really good show. Really, really gives you an appreciation for what it these does. dudes do. It does. And and I really the thing that I I got out of that show, I really like I said, I don't wanna I'm not trying to uh um make it trivial by saying I understand, but like you get a sense of the excitement they feel. Yeah, which is neat because I feel like you don't really get to see that perspective. Right. Like when you hear about guys wanting to go back, why would you want to go back? But when you see the show, you get it. You hear them, like like he said, the camaraderie, going into this together and and the level of of danger. And by the way, none of these guys, the soldiers or the Marines, really react... When initially getting shot at, like, oh, yeah, you get shot at all the time. These guys are made out of fucking lead. And also, I mean, they really give up the comforts of life. Like, I'm talking when they finally do get back to base and you sleep in a bed. You think you're sleeping in a fucking sleep number mattress? Yeah. No way. You're sleeping in, like, Uncle Sam issue Shit, you're wearing boots that hurt you. You're, of course. You're eating food that's... Listen, it had to get to Afghanistan, so it's probably not the freshest. Yeah. You're eating MREs. Just to stay alive out in the field. You're not taking a shit because the MREs are so calorically dense. They just fill you up and block up your intestines. Yeah. These guys are out out on 15-day missions. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck a shower. Yeah. For how many days out just, just, and all of the, I'm saying the sacrifice, all of this just to kill people, just to kill the fucking Taliban. It's amazing. It's a really interesting study in in humans. Semper Fi, motherfuckers. Semper Fi. Hoorah! Yeah. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you um, to all of our enlisted, no matter the branch. Our soldiers, Marines, sailors. Navy. Air Force people. Air Force. Absolutely. All you guys. And women. And women. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I'm all fired up now. I'm ready to go kill some people. How about you? Yeah, me too, man. I'm ready to do it. You want to kill our dinner first? (laughs) Yeah. Um, How about we'll let this extended version play out? Of uh, of the song, the Your Mom's House. Love it. So, um, jeans up, pull them up, pull them up. I'll play it from up. the top. It's ten minutes long, so we'll see how long of it we can play. Oh, we'll, play part of it. well, you know, you can enjoy it. Enjoy the song. I love you, mommy. The, your Mom's House extended version by Plum, Plume, Plum, Plume. How do you spell it? P L U M. P L U M. Plum. Plum. There's no like umlaut. No. All right. Accent lock. Uh, we love you. We'll see you Friday. Get some dick. As a dick Welcome to your mom's house with your hosts, Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. 
mom. Pull up your jeans, boy. Pull them up tight. Put your head up his shit. I live your whole life blind. Bites. Next stop, brown talk. You better wipe down. Don't hesitate to listen to their mommies with the crown. Oh, wipe down. Or is it wipe up? Oh, my God. Seriously, fill her up a sailor shot. Yeah, and that's gooder than a bitch I be flossing my teeth, 28 inch rim My teeth be all be shiny, man, honky ass white Who just bought it? Was that the old man? All I know is bikes Hey, buddy, guess who it is, man It be top dog, spread the knowledge all about the shits Mommy T and Mommy C Flexing all the goodest guests Watching clips and talking shit The mommy is the best But I want to say this once before the shout Man, mommy's for life Fuck being a bro, yo. 